Hello and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where my guests and I share tips to help and inspire you to build a great personal brand to increase your visibility and authority. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am so excited to be joined by Jean Omlor. I'm hoping I said that right. <laughs> Jean is a the founder of Jean Omlor International LLC. She works with high-level coaches and consultants to grow their businesses. Previously, she was a top executive recruiter on Wall Street, an actress, and filmmaker. She was also the recipient of the National Association of Professional Women VIP Woman of the Year Award. Thank you so much for being here, Jean. Please tell me I said it right. <laughs> yes, you did. You said it right. Good. Coaching we, and thank you. Yes, we before we before we started recording, I, I was saying it many times, and uh, so thank you very much for um, for helping me through that. I always want to make sure that any of my guests um, I pronounce their names correctly. So thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to have you. I'm excited too. Excited to have this chat. Um, so interestingly enough, um, I'm also a former actress. I, so that is kind of a crazy thing. Um, what do you, I mean, so how did your acting experience, how is it, how does it help you today? Okay. It's interesting. So I was just thinking about that the other day and what it has helped me with is communication and really all marketing, coaching, everything, branding, it's all communication. So when you have a background where you're studying how to communicate in a real way about like acting, you're, you're studying how to communicate with other people. Um, once you've learned that, that helps in everything. That, that helped me a lot in my executive recruiting career, helped me a lot with um, branding, with my videos, but it also helps with the coaching. And the other thing it really helps with, which is really interesting is when you're trying to figure out your avatar, because you know how you did that character development work when you were an actress? Well, I do that mm -hmm. with my clients for their avatar so they can actually really embody what their avatar is, goes through, listens to where they live and how they feel and what they're thinking. Interesting. Yeah, it's, I never really, you know, thought about it, but as you're kind of saying it, I was thinking to myself, you know, a lot of times people say, hey, you should take an improv class because it'll help you be more spontaneous, not be afraid. But you have to do yes and. You have to listen to what someone says in order to know how to react. Mm -hmm. You can't say yes and if you don't know what you're saying yes and to. So I think that the key that I was kind of hearing is that it teaches you to listen. You can't be a good anything, really, if you don't listen. Very true. And I find that a lot of the branding out there is doing what you said. They're just sort of like talking to the world and there is no mm -hmm. return. There's no, uh, listening to your market there. There really yes. is. Have you seen a lot of brands where the people just pay $10,000 and they create a brand and it's sort of slapped on and it's not embodied that I can tell a mile away. And I'm thinking, well, they weren't listening to anybody. They weren't working it out. It was, let's just slap on a solution. So I feel, um, mm -hmm that the whole acting communication background is what you just said. It's about listening and also listening to your, your prospective clients, like actually listening on a sales call. So I think what you just said is so deep because it's not about the communication of the speaking and people are so focused on speaking out to the world, right? Getting their brand out there and talking and writing books. They're not, doing what you just said, which is what about being quiet for a minute and listening to other people? Yes. 
Yeah. Um, actually I don't do too much private coaching at this point, but, um, I had a private coaching client and basically, yeah, he was kind of like all over the place. Like I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. I go, number one, I think you're perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like, there's not going to be a perfect solution. And yes. like, and number two, you keep talking about what you can do. What about mm-hmm. what someone else wants to know? Because it's right. not about you. And I think that's like one of the biggest things that everyone can learn in their business. It's not about you. Yeah. Don't get me started here because that's one of my things. It's, <laughs> it's literally never about you. In fact, it's so not about me that when people skip over me altogether and they just talk about like what I'm doing for my clients, I heave a sigh of relief. And that's a very, um, that's a very introverted thing, even though I'm, I'm sort of like an, an extroverted introvert. But the point is when you're talking about you and I hear a lot of people say, well, me and I'm at this. And I'm like, whoa, what about the results you're going to get for your client? What about the results you're going to get for anybody? What about the what they're getting from it. But I think we're in such a narcissistic, really narcissistic society now and social media, you know, I love and I hate it, right? I love and I hate it. Social media made me. I'm so grateful for social media to have this, this platform where I can talk about the results I get for people, right? We never had that before. When I started coaching 11 years ago, it wasn't like this. So The point is that this narcissism of always talking about me, 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 and what I am, and I'm the this, I'm like, whoa, what about skipping over you completely and just talking about these are the results I'm getting for somebody? And I think that is the key to good marketing is only talking about the results that people are going to get because they happen to be working with you. And the you is just the you. It's not I am a, the you, that's it. Yeah. That's it. The you and we're done. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, <clears throat> so tell me, I mean, you know, acting, executive recruiting, now you've gone into, you know, business coaching. Like how did, how did you get there? Oh, it wasn't, it definitely was not this line that people draw. I'm always fascinated when people go, oh, I did that. And then this and this, and I'm like, whoa, my life has been one sort of meander. So I'm fascinated when people go, oh, I did that. And then that got me into that. And that was it. So it was a long and winding road and it was downhill a lot of the time you know, and then uphill. But I got into coaching actually to be completely transparent when I left my um, former husband and mm-hmm. I had two children on my hands and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And I thought, well, I'm always been pretty good at coaching people informally. Um, people have always come to me for all sorts of advice and coaching. I thought, I think that's really the answer here because I want to bring my own children up. I don't want to get a job and have nannies. And I hadn't worked in a while. So it was like, well, the job market when you haven't worked in a while. So I thought, well, what can I do and still take care of my children myself? And coaching came to mind immediately. And I really thought hard about it. And I thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I got certified at night in my pajamas and I started getting referrals and I started doing classical business coaching, which is like any kind of business. And actually I was a life and business coach when I started. And then my coach said to me, she goes, you are just a natural business coach because you're actually a business coach because all the people that are hiring you, you're helping their businesses make more money in the marketing and all that. And I said, okay, so that's it. Um, but then I was coaching offline for eight years and I only got online three years ago. And that was, that was the catalyst. When I got online and I figured out how to market online, that is when I got to my first million in like 17 months and then recently got to 2 million in less than three years. So that kind of platform, 
I took to it like a fish, you know, in the water. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, I mean, I've been doing online stuff for so long, but yeah. So you just have basically had to, so you, did you pivot before 2020? I mean, three years, it seems like you might have kind of right around that time. It was yeah. actually just a few months before. And I was super grateful because I'd already figured stuff out and I was already on my way. So of course, when all that happened, I started to panic a little bit. But um, with what I do, there was actually more of a need because everybody needed to be at home, making money, coaching from home, the comfort of their home, which I love because I don't have to go out at all now, like to, to business meetings if I don't want to. Every now and then I'll do that right. for fun. But it used to be I had to always be out there networking in real person. And um, so, yeah, I was situated and I was super grateful for it. I mean, it was just so providential that before all that happened, I was already situated because... Otherwise, it would have been a complete disaster because we really couldn't do any networking, right? So, it yeah, just all worked out. Yeah, no, that, that's like um, I definitely, you know, that's kind of what helped our business is because people were like, "Wow, I can't do in-person networking. I have no idea how to do this online thing. I don't know how to market myself." Help. Um, <laughs> so, what has been the biggest obstacle for you to overcome? The biggest obstacle for me to overcome. Um, yeah, through well, your business and through my business, I don't have any obstacles right now, to be quite honest, to no? be honest. Okay. But no, to get but, to where you are, was there, was there a big oh, obstacle obstacles that, you had to that I had? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Enormous, oh, enormous obstacles that I overcame. One was just a lack of confidence. It was like, I'm not online. How do I do this? I was 54 years old in deep debt with two children. And I just thought, I just got to do this. So the obstacle was just believing that I could do this. Mm -hmm. That was the first one. The second one is I'm not techie at, at all. Like not, not a bit. I mean, I'm the least techie person. I'm much better now. When I first got online, I didn't even know how to use zoom. That's how bad it was. My, my colleague had to train me on how to use zoom. So my whole catch cry is if I can do this, anyone can do it because you know, they're always like, Oh, I'm not taking, I'm like, well, neither was I, I'm, I'm old. Well, so was I, I mean, I don't think I'm old, but for most of the people online, you know, they're 20, 30s mainly. Right. So yeah. the I mean, the obstacles were enormous. It was the mindset of, is this going to work? Um, just, just a lot of that belief, the tech, uh, learning about digital marketing. Cause I was, you know, cause organic marketing is digital marketing. It's just not ads. Right. Yep. It, there were a right. lot of obstacles. I mean, a lot, there was the obstacle mm -hmm. of time taking care of my children and being the mom, the dad, and the, the business person and everything that comes with everything to do with children in a household and getting all that done plus building a business. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of obstacles. I, I won't lie. I'm not going to say this was a cakewalk because it wasn't. I feel like my life, I feel like I'm perpetually on vacation right now compared to what I went through. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think a lot of people are, are, you know, you, you, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I recently, um, I think the podcast came out this week, but I was, I was speaking, um, to someone named Jeff Cohen and he, we were talking about how there, a lot of people are very rigid. Like it was done like this 20 years ago. I'm not going to change. Mm. And I think there's just kind of a, you have to be, you have to adapt. You have to be malleable. You have to be able to pivot. You have to, everyone's talking about pivoting in 2020, but um, I just think you have to be, there is no, I mean, especially with marketing and business, things change so much. 
and especially from going from, you know, offline to online, I mean, completely different. And, um, I mean, what would your kind of, what would your advice be just for somebody that's really kind of doesn't know, you know, they're, they're afraid to make such a giant change. Well, I would say you'll never look back because the amount of money that you can make online sitting in your home, which is I'm very efficient and time conscious. So for me that I didn't have to dress up, go to networking events, have a limited number of people that may or may not want business coaching. Now you have billions of people at your fingertips online. I would say uh, do it because you'll never look back and you'll only regret you didn't do it sooner because if not now, when that's one of my mottos. Um, and I would say, um, we need to conquer this me thing. Like me, me, I can't do this. Me. What if we just understood that who we are has nothing to do with our name because our name could change. Your face will change. Who you really are is just pure love. Your, your pure consciousness. And we're all going to get older and we're going to look different. And, but we're still, and if you get, you know, I could change my name 10 times. I'm still going to be me. I might not be Jeanne Malore. I'll still be me because mm -hmm. my, my name is not me. I think people are so caught up in things about their identity that don't matter. It's, it's th this, hmm. like this, this pride, nobody, nobody's looking at you and nobody's watching your timeline and going, Oh my goodness, she changed that. I think there's this, this thing. And it's like, not like a, an intentional self-importance because people are generally good. I feel it's a misguided thing that everybody's watching me. So I think really to practice the four agreements, there's a book I love called the four agreements. And one of them is like, never make assumptions, always do your best. And what's the other one? But it's really about, um, you know, not being so self-conscious because nobody's watching you. Right. And they say, Oh, what are people thinking? They're not, they're not thinking anything about you. <laughs> That's a fact. So I think a little bit of yeah. humility, true humility of, I have a goal. I want to do something. I'm going to do it no matter what, because some people have goals and missions and visions and purpose, but somehow you talk to them for five minutes and they waver, you know, within five minutes, people have to be very strong about what they want and already have in their consciousness. Now, what I mean by that is when I said I woke up and I thought I should be somewhere online in my consciousness, I already had visions of being a million dollar coach for years. Okay. So it wasn't that I wanted it is I had it already in my mind. So we need to let go of all this stuff we're putting in our way, human stuff and say, I have a goal, a mission, and I really, really want to be a top coach or whatever it is you want to do online. And I will do it. And I will say no to failing. I will not let the word failure be even in my vocabulary because to me, there is no failure. It's that didn't work that time. It was a test. And I think what happens is people get so caught up because they don't understand the nature of what business is and business is testing. And it's like, Oh, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. Really? We'll do that another 500 times. <clears throat> if you're playing piano, you don't play piano once and practice once and then know how to play Chopin's whatever. So I think the advice is you want something and you're going to tell yourself you really want it. Go for it. Don't want it for five seconds. And oh, it was too hard. Be gritty. Decide you're going to get it and don't stop till it happens. That's the advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. You're very passionate. You're very, very passionate about it. I can tell. Um, I think that that's, it's, it's an interesting thing because it is something that I see even with people that have a lot of success or have had success. Um, 
you know, all of our clients have had a, a great deal of success, but there's, there's just this fear in doing this unknown thing. And I think going back to the acting, I think that acting there's, it's all unknown. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is unknown. You go into the audition, you know, go into your audition. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to be there. You don't, you just don't know. And you have to be able to just kind of wing it. Um, you know, and, and if you make an ass out of yourself, you make an ass out of yourself. You just, I think there's, I, I feel like, uh, you know, as I'm kind of, as I do the podcast, I talk to a lot of people and just kind of learn. Um, I feel like that has really helped me. Do you think that kind of helped you? The act, Cause I feel like you have to have no fear. You can't be afraid mm. to what are people going to think in the room? Cause you're, cause sometimes you, sometimes the sides that you're given are pretty crazy and you got to mm-hmm. do and say some pretty crazy things. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you cannot be self-conscious. No. Do you well, think that I, helped I you? Say, yeah. I wouldn't say it was the acting that did that. I think that's a tiny part of it. No. Okay. My life did that. Okay. I traveled a lot. Okay. I, I think that when you travel a lot and you're figuring stuff out, you think on your feet and what you said was the pivot and that to me is critical thinking. And I, I actually try to teach my clients how to think critically and children should be taught how to be critical thinkers. So it's it's what you said before that people have this box and they're going to do it from A to Z. No, you should know how to course correct. My whole thing is massive, messy action. Just let's launch the boat. Now we're doing something. Now we're out there. Now we got something thrown on the canvas, you know, or the boat. Then you figure it out and you, you course correct. You, that's, you know, you go over here a little bit. But these people that think they can figure their whole life out from A to Z, I mean, you can't control that kind of stuff, right? You can only control yeah. what you can control. And you can control your thoughts. And you can get absolute power over your own thoughts. That's what I truly believe. But I think the acting was part of it. But I think it was really okay. more about dealing with crises in my life and what do I do? And I think, I think people, a lot of people are are unable to do that. They're just so stuck. It's like, I'm going to do this. And if that doesn't work, it was a failure. And like, but you're testing, you, you can't do something once and expect a home run. And this is, I feel there's a lot of amateur kind of lack of understanding of what business is when people go in it because they're listening to people that are like, Oh, you're going to make a million dollars in one month because you're just going to have this magic pill and it's just going to work. Yeah. You don't have to work. And you know, <clears throat> what, discipline? we don't need discipline. Discipline's the bad word now. You know, you need discipline. I'm sorry, but Oh, you don't need discipline. You just need to manifest. Well, I love manifestation. I'm a big proponent of that. But to me, you know, the law of attraction is law of attraction with action. You have to, yeah, the steps. So there's a bunch of this stuff out there of, oh, I don't need to work hard. I just need to sit and manifest all day. I love it. There are some people that can do that. I've met very few people that actually are super talented at that. They want to be okay because they're, they're not the guru. At yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, hard work. I, I, um, I, I, I feel for me, I learned that from my mother. She had a lot of, um, adversity and things that she had to overcome. So I feel like I definitely learned that I felt like acting was very hard. And so maybe we have different experiences, but you know, going in the audition room four to five times a day, every single day, five days a week, that was hard. It was, was great. And I, and I feel like, yeah, 
I feel that that taught me a lot to get over myself. I also was a fit model for bras and underwear. I had to get over my fear of my cellulite and things like that. When someone's like literally like going, you know, they're like pinching stuff and like, oh yeah. I mean, I literally cried after one of the sessions. So I feel like there was lots of things that I did where you kind of think that's like weird. You're, you're a bra and, you know, <laughs> the lingerie fit model and that made you cry and whatever, but it made me just get, get over myself. Yes. Right. And for that, you're get right. over myself. Mm. Yeah. So it was just, it's a silly thing, but you know what? <laughs> My body helped a whole line of bras and underwear get get made. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a cool thing when you think about it, but yeah, it really helped me get body confidence and get over kind of, you know, so I think definitely lean in, dig into those things that are hard for me. Those have made me so much stronger. Um, yeah, it's just that, that is like the biggest thing. And I feel a lot of people have grown. I think that 2020, 2021, like really, made people shine and made mm-hmm. people not <laughs> like mm-hmm. you either, you either took it head on or you didn't. Crumpled. Um, yeah. And I think that for me, like my mother and other things in my life kind of taught me that resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, the resilience is going to be key. <laughs> right. There's no way. Yeah. Right. And the thing is what you just said is so good because if we're ready for the resilience, and I feel like people are, are sideswiped and it's like what you thought you were going to do something once and a pile of money was going to fall on your head. I mean, that's just not life. I mean, it does happen sometimes yeah. to those few lucky people. But what I'm saying is it just, is anything in life that magical? So why is business different? How come we need to practice a musical instrument or a sport for years and years to get good? And we know we have to do that. And how can we have to practice everything for a long time and, you know, go to university for years to, to get a degree. But all of a sudden you turn up online as a business person and there's this weird feeling that, oh, it didn't work in one week. So why not? There's a weird disconnect for me that that is the same as everything else in life. You need to put in the reps to get the results. And I see this all the time and yeah. I don't know why people think that it's going to be a magic wand. Is it all that marketing of all these gurus telling you how easy it is? I think I have an, I, I think I know why it's because no one, you know, you may have started your online business three years ago, but you already had a business. Yes. Yes. That you just, the only thing you changed was you brought it online. So that right. was the only thing you learned exactly. and you tweaked your, but you had the business, you had the skill set. Mm-hmm. So someone's like, well, I could be where you are in three years. I have right. no skills in training. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, literally, I don't know. I just graduated from college, maybe mm-hmm. whatever. Like you have no skills, you have no certifications, you have your certifications. So I think that's one of the things is that people don't look at, they look at your, you know, the, the end where you are today, mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, what was the path that led, that got them there? Um, mm-hmm. I remember back, you know, in the day when I was like coming, you know, graduated from college and there was a thing called an informational interview. You were like, okay, here's somebody that has a job that I really want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do an informational interview Mm -hmm. to figure out what, how they got there. And they say, okay, great. You know, here I am. I've been in my career for 20 years. This is what I would advise you to do. Mm -hmm. No one does that. No one goes, okay, what do I need to do? What are the, what's step one, step two, Mm -hmm. step three? They're like, okay, step eight. (laughs) No, no, I do that. But the thing is, what you said was interesting because people can be where I am in three years with no, but that I've proven. I'm talking about people that, oh, I've been working with you for 
two weeks and I don't have 50 K yet. I'm like, what? Whoa, that, that, that's a pretty tall order. You know, I, I've done amazing mm -hmm. things for my clients. No, actually you can get online and get to 2 million in three years. If you didn't do what I did before. Absolutely. Uh, that's a good, okay. a good runway, right? Three years. I'm talking about people that get online and like two months later are like, Oh, I haven't made 50 K yet. I'm like really? Mm -hmm. That's shocker. You know? So yeah. I think that extreme, but you can't get to where you are in three years without doing work. And I think that's also well, that's true. part of the thing is that people that's don't true. think about, they don't want to do the work. Right. Right. Well, one of my so, former, clients, you know, one of my former clients just got to a million and he's only been doing this like two and a half years. So, you know, and he had not had prior online experience at all. He did the work. He did the work, but mm -hmm. I'm talking about extreme lack of being reasonable. That's what I'm talking. That, oh, I, no. we've, we've dealt with plenty of those. Yes. People that listen to my podcast, I always bring up those, those situations. Yes. Cool. They feel like they have, you know, there's an easy button for everything. And, um, yeah, those are, those are always very frustrating, but, um, I think one of the things that I've really learned along when talking with other coaches and other people is you work really hard to never make the same mistake over and over. So you don't sign that client. That was an absolute nightmare. Yes. Um, that's what I am learning. Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, they will take so much of your time and it is so not worth the amount of money that they will, they will give you, they will be unsatisfied and you're unsatisfied. So yeah, right. those people, if you could identify them, don't even let them into your, you know, into your realm. <laughs> now, a lot yeah. of that is creating really strong boundaries for yourself that you don't even, they don't even get into your, I, I don't even get those people in my realm now because I've developed, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work on myself with boundaries and I do, I do this mindset, you know, I, I do mindset affirmations about like every single person I meet is trustworthy. And since I started doing this in the morning, it's just magically, my clients are incredible. Like all of them, hmm. and even my COO said, wow, since you started telling me you were doing that, we transformed like the quality. They've always been great clients, but I mean, all of them are great. All of them are doing the work. All of them are excited. So that's amazing when you have clients like that, because it just makes your life so joyful. Yeah. It is weird. Like, um, I don't do enough like mindfulness and, and meditation and things like that. But like when I have, it's like, wow, this really works. And then I get so busy and I don't do it. <laughs> you know what? I have one for you. That's that I want to share with everybody. It's so simple. Okay. Is yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you, and you're going to laugh and I have it on post-it as well. You just say to yourself, I am the greatest. Okay. I am the greatest. Now, when I was told to do this, I thought I'm the great my mindset coach. Who's it's a really big mindset coach. He said, Jean, you are the greatest. Other people are the greatest too, because I have something in myself that I don't want to try to make myself better than other people, right? Or, or act like I am. He goes, I get, I get where you're coming. He said, but everyone's the greatest. I said, okay, that's great. I'm good with that. Okay. Cause it's not excluding other people from being the greatest with me. He goes, no. Right. So when I started doing this, it was weird. And you know what I realized? I realized that Muhammad Ali's mindset coach had him do that. Remember Muhammad Ali? Because mm. I'm the greatest. Mm -hmm. He were probably he was probably yep. way before your time, but he was. <laughs> I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was the greatest boxer, and you you knew about him saying, "Because I'm the greatest all the time," right? You knew, right? Well, well, 
I was around when Muhammad Ali was the greatest. I mean, we were watching his fights. My brother was obsessed with him. And it made me realize, I thought, oh, that's why they had him do that. And when you just say, I am the greatest, I am the greatest, you start to feel like you are the greatest and your true greatness bursts through all of that stuff of pretending you're yeah. humble or whatever. And it just, it brings out what is great about you. Now that's a very easy one. That would be easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. No, I do. I, um, there's a, there's another one, like, I mean, sometimes I do like, I do it when I work out, I've always just like, you know, I try to like release things and things like that. But yeah, I, one that I really liked, um, so, um, mindfulness, it was online that I, um, program that I was doing. It was kind of like, if you're so stressed at the end of the day, it was kind mm-hmm. of like letting it go, letting whatever happened today, mm-hmm. it happened. We're going to let it go. Yep. And then it was just like, okay, tomorrow is a new day. We're going to get lots of rest, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just kind of like, kind of, it kind of winds you down because I know that I can be like, ah, like all the stuff that's gone on. And it right. just was, for me, it was nice to be like, okay, that happened. Let's move on. Right. It's about letting go so, too. And, and that yeah. also is a talent of, <clears throat> we hold on so much. And when we have all this stuff of just past resentments and pain and it, all of that's playing on us. So it's only when we can release those charges that that's all clear. And you're actually like, like a horse being let out at the races. Okay. Cause mm. all of that, all that mindset stuff does keep us from being as successful as we could. I'm always working on this because I know I can be yeah. in more successful and reach even more of my potential. And I think, I think it's important to always not just say, okay, I'm here and I'm good. I'm here and I'm good. Great. I'm grateful. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful. (laughs) I'm so happy with my life and super grateful. However, we can never just stay stagnant no matter where we are. So releasing those charges. And I have a system to do this is that I learned from somebody else. Um, more and more you feel freer because there's always some Hmm. back, thought in our minds of past something, regret, anxiety, fear, anger, you name it, shame, guilt, all these feelings, even, and I'm not saying to revisit stuff and rehash them, but you've got to go back and look at what was positive in those. And when you do that changes it all and it releases you. Yeah. I love that. Well, so I would love, I always like to kind of wind down with three tips. Um, What three tips do you want, can you leave the audience with, whether it's, it's your kind of area of expertise, life tips, okay. the floor is yours. <laughs> this is a very broad one. Let me just think about this. Okay. So number one tip, no matter what, believe, no matter what, the one word that you want to be in your vocabulary at all times in the forefront everywhere is belief. I believe I can do this. Okay. Cause we don't believe that we say what we're going to do. It won't work. So simple mm-hmm. tip, get keyed into belief. Okay. Number two is do something. And Eleanor Roosevelt said this, do something every day that scares you. So what I'm saying is there is so much beauty on the other side of your so-called comfort zone. I call it your familiar zone because there's nothing comfortable about not being who you really are which is just infinite power, love, and consciousness, right? So get comfortable with doing stuff that scares you. 
And then when you do get comfortable with that and you realize how great it is because you jumped and the parachute just appeared and it's like, wow, that worked. Then you become an adrenaline junkie on the other side that when you aren't doing something scary, that will, that will bother you. That's a different paradigm shift. Okay. So that's two. Number three is take care of your health, especially sleep. I'm a sleep advocate because I've realized when you don't sleep, mainly sleep, eat well, exercise, no matter how successful you are, you will not enjoy it. You won't enjoy it. So really prioritize health, eating well, sleep and exercise. You didn't expect that, did you? I love it. Yeah. No, no. You know, I, I sometimes because I, sometimes, sometimes that question stumps people and it's like, I, the floor is yours. So it's either good. Sometimes people, it scares people. Sometimes people are like, ah, so. I love those. I, I love those tips. I feel like it's, it's more fun when it's like whatever you want to share. Um, that was fun. Well, John, this was such a fantastic conversation. Um, I, I think there's been, a, there's a lot of work. I feel like we kind of talked about that people can do um, to kind of better themselves. So um, where can people learn more about you? I'll make it simple. Jeanomlore.com. Also my name is Jeanomlore on Instagram Facebook and LinkedIn. So I'm on all three. It's very easy to get a hold of me. And I love people DMing me, emailing me. We're very accessible. Um, and I'll always awesome. stay that way. That's my brand is to always be accessible. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a great conversation. And thank you for listening and watching. And I will see you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.